0: Football is a game of aesthetics. It's all about what does it look like. Football is a game of tradition. The man who wins the penalty can't take (laughs) it. Football is a game of
1: passion. Bollocks! Villa have scored. And that is why we love it.
0: <laughs> Fuck me, why is this stupid game back? I think that was a real low point for me in my life.
1: It's time to turn the volume down.
0: Goals scored by new signings are the only ones that count. Penalties don't count. And Mamadou Saki having an, an absolute howler, that doesn't count either. The worst 90 minutes of football in Premier League history. <laughs> he's a fraud. Zidane's oh, a fraud. Everyone's favourite statistical fraud. Brendan Rodgers. All about the aesthetics, that's what I like to see. That is just a bit of stat padding.
1: Individual sport masquerading as a team game. Look at his Instagram, he's the ultimate beat in the BBC Sport decided to advertise their TikTok account. Yuck. Yuck. (laughs) It just doesn't get any better.
0: Hello, hello and welcome to the Under Floodlights. And it has happened again as we say goodbye to yet another Watford manager. Tottenham lose for the fourth time to Chelsea this season. Rashford scores a last minute winner again. Southampton somehow continue to get results against City. And the bump is well and truly back. We're here as always with Chris Ringland. Chris, I have a lot of beef with you. No, oh, be just for get me. Be yep. for me. All right. Yep. Because you on this podcast have given me hope about a certain Emmanuel Golden Boot Dennis, as you call him. <laughs> so, this week in fantasy football, you know, we're all struggling. Mo Salah's out. We're trying to find points where we can. I see Emmanuel and uh, the Watford boys have a double game week. I decide to captain him.
1: Red card. To be fair, to be. No, I should say off the bat, I also captained him. And oh, that him makes me so much happier. And and in my other one, the what the other one that we do. <laughs> uh, so and and also, I'm pretty sure the official the scout thing on the you know on the on the Barclays one uh, where it, like recommends who you put in your team. They also had him as the the most recommended captain uh, that <laughs> week. So uh, everyone else is just a sheep, basically. No, this is all
0: your fault, and you were in my weekend and. Not even just my weekend. That game week extends in like next Wednesday or something Oh no! Mad.
1: Oh no, oh no, next Saturday, Bailey. Like how, <laughs> so dumb. Which, which by that stage, I, I was having a look today, by that stage, the Club World Cup will have started, Bailey. Like that
0: is the biggest nothing game of all time, that Watford-Burnley game. Oh, that's, oh, <laughs> Bailey, it's a massive game. No, like no one's going to care. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all done with football for two weeks here. Watford Burnley means nothing. Just give them <laughs> one point each and let's get on with our lives. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll get stuck in, sure, to Watford because I actually wrote down my notes when I was writing down last night. Top note just saying, Ranieri to go. And luckily for us, half an hour before we started recording, Ranieri has gone. Three and a half months, Chris, he's been in the job. Uh, <sighs> I think he's, ha- he's got like seven points since being
1: appointed. Brutal. Ah. Uh... I'm so I'm so kind of I don't know what to think about Claudio so basically the chat is that he is pals with the Pozzo the famous Potsu family who own Watford Udinese mm. and Granada which is why a lot of the players interchange between those three clubs yeah it's a big circle yeah it's a bit yeah basically like a, a low-key city group just not as good <laughs> um, uh, I mean Like, is Claudio in danger, Bailey, of getting to the stage where, like, his reputation is being slightly tarnished, you know, after what he did with Leicester? Because from my understanding, he did quite a good job at Sampdoria, but his two jobs in the Premier League since Leicester have been almost exactly the same. Come in mid-season. The other other one was Fulham, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Fulham Watford's coming in mid-season to relegation... uh, in danger of relegation clubs and getting sacked again after like 10 games
0: i don't know if it's gonna hurt his reputation because i think he is at that stage of life as a manager where you know he's pushing on he's just kind of hanging about the game because he loves it and probably hates the family the, the warner <laughs> model but he's obviously had his one year of success he for me it's like whenever a singer has like a big one-hit wonder it's like, you have that, and then you can just do whatever you want for the rest of your life. Like Carly Rae Jepsen.
1: Reminds Carly Rae Jepsen, yeah.
0: You know, like like he had his Call Me Maybe. <laughs> you know, got whatever money out of it, got all the fame, recognition, and from now on can just do whatever. But, it but it like, doesn't matter. Carly Rae uh, Jepsen can release whatever album she wants. No yeah. one, at the end of the day, is going to go, oh, remember those albums? They're going to go, oh, remember 2012, whenever Call Me Maybe came out? But
1: like the thing is, like, Claudio has managed uh Valencia, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, Juventus, Roma, Inter Milan, Monaco. Like he's he's managed some serious <laughs> clubs. Um, you know, and usually not for very long. And people tend to forget that his last job before Leicester was famously. Or or not, he managed the Greece national team in the qualifying same qualifying group as Northern Ireland, Billy. You might remember for years. Yeah, Greece stunk and Greece came the... bottom of the qualifying group, so he was sacked. So I, I think the issue is as well, you know, is he at risk of coming across like he doesn't actually know how to manage in the game anymore, and like how it actually ended with Leicester, and, and is Ben Foster still still causing a bit of chaos on YouTube? So well, I was on?
0: hoping, I was annoyed, because obviously Foster's out at the moment, because I was really hoping he was in nets for that first sergeant goal. <laughs> Which again, the bump is alive and well.
1: Well, we should we should, we should give <laughs> some props to Josh Sargent, who apparently has just had a baby as well.
0: Yeah, because uh, he, he had a bit of banter with Carragher after. Oh, did he? Oh, what was he I'm, saying? We'll get in this, because it was an all-time <laughs> awful four hours from Carragher. Uh, what, what, what was going right? on? It was just like he had mentioned that the baby had been born and everything. You know, he has to help with the wife and everything. And Carter was giving it, oh, you know, if if you don't help right, you'll never hear the end of it, kind of banter. And you're like, that is that is horrendous. <laughs> like, everything um, about it was
1: tragic. I, I, but, I was, yeah, I was more like I didn't realize he's like 21, like yeah you know so so as in like he's gone to Werder Bremen as like a teenager fair play to him it's it's the way to do do it if
0: you're an American player or any young player just get yourself over to Germany but I hope get your move to the prem. yeah I mean I I, I
1: still wouldn't say I rate him but like you know great game
0: no uh, I would agree and even the first goal the way he (laughs) hits it and everything he doesn't mean that (laughs) doesn't mean like nothing about that suggested to me he meant that you know why like Ibrahimovic would have scored something like this or maybe Giroud? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, athletically, and they have the brain for it. Everything about the way he hit that ball was like, no, he's not he's just chucked the boot up there to see what happens. Yeah. So they are. this game but, also yeah. gave us give some broken floodlights, Chris.
1: <laughs> and what was the issue was did, did what happened later on? Did they like decide to play on despite the flood is that what happened? That was... Yeah,
0: I think they were kind of like, you know what, there's enough light even with a quarter of those lights in one particular corner out, just, yeah. just go on. Because at that stage, it's, I think it's all just down to safety. At that stage, you even saw it on TV. It was fine.
1: Uh, yeah, there was like, ne- was like 19 minutes of that. Or was that in the Brentford match? It was one of them.
0: That was in the Brentford match, which we'll get on to. But yeah. Yeah, the, the lights going out provided just more character noises that were unnecessary.
1: <laughs> what, what was he saying? Just a lot of, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and you're
0: like, okay. Jamie, come on here. You're supposed to be professional.
1: Uh, yeah. Um,
0: See, so, and then yeah, yeah, Manuel Dennis gets himself sent off. Chris, what do you actually make of the sending off? Because I actually thought the second yellow was pretty harsh. It's all soft now, isn't it? I don't know. Like,
1: uh, it's, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, like, yeah, I I, 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 I'm just so far apart from what referees actually decide. I don't even. You know, there's no point even kind of giving your opinion because it's like, well, you know. I, I thought it was a contact sport. So
0: yeah, another all-time weekend for refs. Proper Dermagh Gallagher
1: and Sky Sports News this morning was must save you. I, I how do they? This is the other thing, Billy, really that we we'll have to nip in the bud right now is these ex referees <laughs> going on Sky or BT mid-morning, you know, when nobody's watching it, uh, you know, to talk about the decisions at the weekend.
0: Like, to be fair, I actually prefer the likes of Gallagher going on the Sky Swatch news and spend like a half hour dissecting everything rather than that like Peter Walton Clattenberg thing where it's like, oh, Mark, what do you reckon? <laughs> and the- they, they never disagree with the referee, or at least Gallagher comes on with an opinion.
1: I so sorry, is Clattenburg Clattenberg retired from Saudi Arabia now? Is that, is that the I, I believe so. Oh right. Oh, oh right. Um, right. Okay, it didn't last very long though. Yeah, he probably made us money and just do it every once a now and come back and terrorize us. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, but like, where where do Watford go go now? Because I mean, suffice to say, there's no way they have planned who is going to come in next because of the way they operate.
0: Oh no, uh, KK Sanchez Flores definitely got a bunch of missed voicemails at the moment. Sure, definitely. surely, Dif- surely, surely another cracked
1: Surely not.
0: Um. Toxic football club—the way they operate—I guarantee they have four managers lined up, ready, ready to go.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I think we're talking about Everton at some stage—that their current search for a manager. But I, I don't know what the how these meetings take place. You know, like what, you know, the only time where you've kind of seen this is in the, you know, the sulfur documentary, Guy Neville does. Mm. Where like they have the show you their meetings of like how they're analysing who should be the manager. Like, how are Watford doing that? You know,
0: I reckon Watford. Watford to me, the way that clubs run just seems as though you know, like a FIFA career mode whenever you simulate a few months because you're bored. <laughs> like, I just do that. Like they don't even know what's really going on. Just people turn up and it's like, oh yeah, he'll be the coach this week.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I just you know, are, are they? You know, like, because Fabio Cannavaro, Billy. I mean, we'll talk about everyone there, but Fabio Cannavaro, for some reason, was interviewed for the Everton job. The uh, the guy who last managed in twenty nineteen in China. Um, I mean, he he could get the Watford job. Well, I was going, you know, with the Italian. That's what I'm 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 thinking. You know, like, like, surely Frank Lampard doesn't look at that and go, oh, I uh, could take that job. You know, <laughs> if he turned down
0: Norwich. No, please. See if Frank turned up there, a big career suicide.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's Nuno is available now, Rafa is available now. Oh, I'd love Rafa. To take
0: get him back in the game immediately.
1: <laughs> uh, that guy Paulo Fonseca, who was for about a month, was due to be the next Spurs manager before Levy pulled out. He's there still. Um,
0: it's just it'd be a bizarre club to take over at the moment. Like I'm looking at the table here, they're nineteenth. If you're losing the Nortch of all things, we've said all season. Norch stink. <laughs> And the only reason Burnley are blue with them is because Burnley have two games in hand. Uh, Well, five before yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally. So I just don't get it. I don't get why anyone would look at this club going, you know what, I'll go
1: there for a couple of months, you know, get myself involved in a relegation scrap. But but you're always tempted to the Premier League. You know, someone always thinks they can turn it around. But you can
0: think that, but you have to know how this is going to end. I know, like it's happened
1: so many times at Watford. And
0: that's exactly it. it's like it just it's a continuous cycle that even, even the biggest football novice can see that you're not gonna last more than four months. Yeah. You know, and on the C V that doesn't look good. You were talking about Claudio earlier. I'm actually devastated. I was just hoping there <laughs> as we we're recording to see if Claudio had his own website similar to Rafa. Course, like, it doesn't. I was hoping just to see like photos of like Claudio and like this, uh, in the nice countryside in Italy, just enjoying a glass of wine, and some cheese or something. But no, not everyone's a clown like Rafa.
1: No, yeah, because I think to be honest, like the reason why Watford are in this position is that like their owners, like because they sacked their manager halfway through the season in the championship and then got promoted. Yeah. Uh, so their owners were like, we're getting, we're getting promoted, but that squad did not was not planned to go up. And yeah. that, it, like the way and signing three guys in one week, which is more than Newcastle, by the way, um, I like it all just screams again of complete lack of squad management and squad I, planning.
0: Those owners definitely just heard the phrase "new manager bounce" and like live and breathe it. You know, like yeah, if they could, they'd have thirty-eight managers a year. So they would <laughs> I, I, <laughs> every week. It'd be it'd be like what's that show America? Sorry, Night Live, where they have a guest I, host every week. Yeah, you get a guest manager slot at Watford. Yeah. And then yeah, elsewhere on Friday night football, another just weird moment before we go in the actual football again was Carter and Neville revealing the FIFA Ultimate Team Team of the Year.
1: So as in like the like in the FIFA the game Ultimate yes, Team. Yeah.
0: So like the fans what? were able to use Ultimate Team and pick their best team of the year. Now I've said this. Is it said Premier this Premier League the
1: or is this like world this is
0: all this is all around. So right. of course you you have two pundits here watch the Premier League only who don't have a clue about anything else.
1: Of course, yeah.
0: But the way this team came out and got foot four by fans and by twelve year olds who play FIFA, it was all PSG players. Because that's the way it works, and on there, obviously, Abby I Mbappe mean, is all like her class, and pace merchants and everything. Like, Hakimi was right back in this team. Uh, uh,
1: you know he's screaming about this behind the scenes as Florentino Perez. <laughs> Probably. But they then asked
0: Gary and Jamie for their team of the year, and again, we're in this stage. What? I said that Steve they've already done their week. team of the year? Exactly. It seems every other week, Game two are doing one. FIFA have done another one last week, Fifa have done one months ago. They might have uh, team yeah. of the year best players of the year, nonsense things. There's too many of them. I don't know who's what at this point. But these two clowns put in that bloke, Spinozola from Italy.
1: (laughs) I mean, great Euros. uh, Great
0: Euros, injured at the Euros and hasn't played since. (laughs) And They give the exact reason why Messi wasn't there. It was like, oh, he hasn't had a great six months after... You know the summer and moving to PSG. Meanwhile, they put Spinazola in, who hasn't walked
1: on grass. It's so <sighs> it's so arbitrary. I, I just yeah. So I'm seeing I'm saying the team now. Well, of course, Jorginho and they always squeeze their way in somehow. You know. Well,
0: you have to. You know. I'm happy with
1: Kante. Happy with Kante, Yeah.
0: But there was another point in it where they asked you know for their strikers and the Carragher put in Leon which is 100 percent the right way to go. Cause yeah. He's probably won four Player of the Years in the past week or something you right. know because we're it out that many but Neville put in Erling Haaland and his reason was that he has never fancied Lewandowski after his performances against England while Neville was a coach <laughs> Neville was a coach for England between 2012 and 2016 <laughs> and still holds this against Lewandowski <sighs>
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's quite funny. Yeah. Unbelievably
0: petty. Like yeah, that'd be like me yeah. not rating Mo Salah still because of, <laughs> of his six months at Chelsea. You know, brilliant. brilliant. I couldn't believe it. To him. What a, a terrible segment.
1: Yeah, so L- it was Frank, I, I,
0: Frank, I, Frank,
1: I, I, needs I, bend. I I, I, I forgot that, that match would have even been on Sky. I didn't because uh, then I saw someone we know's um, Instagram story of them at the game, seeing Gary Neville, which is quite funny. No, that entire thing needs bend. <laughs>
0: And another thing that needs been Tottenham Hotspur Chris. 0 and four on the season against Chelsea. Oh and three in a
1: month. Well I What uh, a brutal football club. Uh, as we as as I've said before, games in hand matter less than points on the board. So I had four games in hand on West Ham before this game. And Was uh it, Yeah.
0: The, well, the way they set up they didn't want to use up game in hand or games in hand because this was proper terrorist ball from Antonio Conte. Yeah. But I genuinely can't believe that he turned up the Stamford Bridge playing 4-4-2, especially in the formation
1: they played. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Like, I, I just don't I, I don't... I just don't really know what what they're doing. You know, and I haven't made any signings to for this big top four push that they're apparently trying to do. Uh, yeah, because
0: Antonio Conte's come in and apparently had an agreement with Levy that he was going to get signings.
1: What a moron. Oh, oh, brilliant. It's always good to have an agreement with Daniel Levy. Yeah, yeah, of
0: course. Everyone has an agreement Daniel Levy whenever they go there he's going to sign people and never does. Yeah. But for, very strange. Tottenham, especially after midweek, where they got on as though they had won the World Cup. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never seen a team celebrate, like like the fan base and everything. They've made up a Stephen Bergvine chant.
1: <laughs> What's Sorry, what game was that from? Uh, the, the
0: Leicester game, where? Oh, the, Bergvang, oh of course, right. Bergvine right, right, scores right, right. The, yeah. the late yeah. two, you know. Yeah. I've seen videos all week of the celebrations being like, this is the greatest video I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, someone I've seen a stat from a Tottenham account that compared it to, and it's the latest the team's ever come back like that since Man City, uh, in the Aguero year. And again, I was like, <laughs> That oh, was Sergio Aguero winning the league. This is you <laughs> lot winning a midweek game away to Leicester. <laughs> the way this lot got on was as though you'd think Bergvain was in a Ballon d'Or conversation. Um.
1: Yeah i I recently i, I don't i was I found I recently discovered it, the the podcast when Harry came was talking to Gary Neville uh, before the Euros. What the really overlap, of course. Yeah, the overlap, and I. I'm fascinated to know what he, what his mindset is at the minute. Um, Harry Kane, yeah, like, you know, because he's obviously, like, he's been getting better recently, and also, by the way, that was a goal, Billy, and no two ways about it, that that is a goal. The push on Thiago Silva. What go- uh,
0: well, there, there you go. You literally just said up there,
1: push on Thiago Silva. <laughs> not not yeah, a goal. I was, it was very, very clever from Thiago Silva. Um, you know, I mean, nothing clever about it. It's dumb from Harry Kane to no, push a defender out no, of the I, way. I disagree. But anyway, the, you know, is he? You know, what's his? You know, what's his mindset? You know, like why? Why? You know, is he? Oh, let's push for the top four as much as possible. You know, or is he like? Oh, well, you know, because apparently didn't want to have any regrets in his career. You know, and he's Tottenham through and through, and you know this kind of stuff.
0: Well, it's my. Like you say there, he wants to have no regrets in his career. I'll be completely honest the way he's going and what I've seen of him this month, his career's pointless. I've watched him three times against Chelsea this month and he's not offered a threat once. At no point have I gone, oh no, Harry Kane's on the ball. The guy's, you know, bloating in the head because he didn't get the big move to City, even though apparently City didn't even put an offer in for him. He's done one of the most unprofessional things ever that people have stopped talking about, especially Neville. Because he went and done that interview with him, you know. Whenever Romelu Lukaku goes and does it, you know, blown up story for weeks, asked about every week. Well, Harry well, well the, big,
1: well. the big difference is that we know what Lukaku said and did because it was on live TV. We we don't know what's gone down with Harry Kane and Daniel Levy.
0: No, I think we all we all know. Again, he's done a deal with Daniel Levy, and I don't you, shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Let's be honest, but your Spurs in this game horrendous I don't think you... any team with Harry Winks in it, and a team that brings on Oliver Skip deserves to get battered
1: <laughs> Oliver Skip's a good player uh, be Skip, Skip stinks Chris he doesn't stink stinks.
0: the amount of times <laughs> I've said that this podcast all right, he is an awful football player
1: that, that is not that is objectively not true but no he...
0: him and Harry Winks no chance they should be in a top four Premier League team <laughs> And Spurs won't finish. Well, well there.
1: sorry, they're not top four Premier League team exactly. They, about, yeah.
0: But but Spurs seem to have this ambition and think they're going
1: to do this. I do, I just think man for man, like I mean, I don't think it's controversial to say I think West Ham are better man for man in every position bar maybe Harry Kane.
0: Uh, I'd say Antonio was better than Harry Kane at the moment. <laughs> Never, yeah. Harry Kane is brutal. Yeah, and is getting away with it week in week out because he's England
1: captain. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, it's just it's just real like like Spurs and Chelsea. I mean, you know, I, I just I'm like I'm glad that's the last one because it's just two teams that I just have no time for. You know, I'm, I'm having to re-watch them again and again. Get Chelsea smacking them. I just I'm glad it's over now. It,
0: it was from a Chelsea fan perspective, it became boring. Yeah, genuinely. after midweek Chelsea drew at Brighton, and I was so like done with football, like I can't <laughs> believe this. I can't remember who had text this, but I said the, the next couple of weeks are actually perfect for a club that we're in a bit of an unsteady moment. Because we are going to play Spurs, knew we we're going to win that, two weeks off, and then come back and be champions of the world. You know, we're about to go off to Abu Dhabi, become champions I, when, of the world.
1: When, you know. uh, when are you leaving for that? What's what's the what's the chat with that?
0: I've no idea because today I've seen photos of Tony Rudiger going to Sierra Leone and That's... Callum Hudson at the way off to Ghana. But also shout out to the Morocco coach who fell out with Hakim Ziyech. <laughs> yeah, probably, I have, yeah. I have no joke. Watched that goal a thousand times since. I have watched every angle. I've watched fan <laughs> footage of it lo- all a, my days. It's a
1: what lovely a goal. It's a, lo- it's a lovely goal. I, 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 I maybe wouldn't say it's like the best goal I've ever seen, but it's a lovely. It's a lovely. Oh goal. no, I wouldn't
0: say. It. No, neither would I. But again, top ends. We haven't scored a goal Again, like, a game We haven't won in a while, like a, a league game. Yeah. No, it, we've been very unsteady. We've obviously battered spurs, but we've been unsteady. So see, watch that go in. Oh, haven't stopped. I've watched it in every language as well, because then like Martin Tyler's commentary. Yeah. yeah it wasn't go much and find the like Islamic and Spanish commentators. Unbelievable. Those, <laughs> guy, those guys tore the roof off their commentary. Uh,
1: and I, just, I, yeah.
0: just while we're on it. And because you mentioned Skip, if you're going to you say did. about... No, but if you're going <laughs> to say about Harry Kane, you know, that decision going against Spurs, Skip, I'm not even sure j- rugby tackled as Uh, I, and not I, I, nothing, not even a check.
1: I, I didn't say that, but I'll, I'll take, your word, take your word for it. Yeah. Oh,
0: I've never seen a player get away with more in the box than that. That was a ridiculous call.
1: Um... Sorry, I, I'm just looking Bailey, at the scheduled for the Club World Cup. What what an absolute nonsense! Like structured tournament that is. Yeah, way.
0: because like it's like champions are Champions League winners going in like the semi final.
1: But it's more like there's a first round which yep. features two teams, and then a second round, which has four teams, and then the semi finals, which features Chelsea. Like you've got to give preference to like the proper teams. I, I, I've just noticed as well, Billy, that the Oceanian representative uh, originally was meant to be uh, Auckland City from New Zealand, <laughs> right. but because they are uh, banned from travelling, uh, they have been replaced by AS Pirae from Tahiti. Phenomenal, uh, but. All the best to them. I seem to remember Tahiti featured in the Confederations Cup that time, and uh... would
0: love to play that team. Bring <laughs> them on.
1: Rom needs a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Feed them to me. Yeah.
0: So then on to other champion champions of the world. Previous <laughs> few years back, I seem to remember them playing some Brazilian team in the final. And it was one of the most brutal games of football I've ever seen, just the amount of yellow cards. Like Flamengo
1: Uh, or something?
0: Yeah. It was that guy, Gabriel
1: Barbosa. Oh, yeah. He's always like, oh, he's the next big thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: you can just tell he can't be bothered with that move.
1: He's actually been linked to West Ham quite a few times. He's one of
0: those easy stories for the papers, I think. Yeah. Every year. But yeah, Liverpool beat Crystal Palace uh, 3-1. Palace are normally sort of a bogey team for Liverpool, so I was disappointed this weekend to see that let themselves down. Well, it was shambolic defending from a
1: set piece here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and I was like, lads, you know, you've left Virgil van Dijk unmarked. <laughs> it was even just the, the complete optic of it. I
0: looked at it being like, Virgil looks massive. <laughs> and I didn't know if it was because Palace are a small team or he is just big or they just left him that much room. He looked huge. And I was like, of course he's going to score. Just do this the rest of the game. Just feed him. Yeah, And then, yeah, uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain gets the second for them. Hint of offside, Chris. What do, what do you make of that decision? I,
1: the main a whole big thing of this on... Um... Uh, on match of the day, and also by the way, there were there were there was a full scale character assassination on match of the day as well. <laughs> I don't know where you saw this. I've um, no, not seen it. Well, I was fr- I was from this game where um the Jota penalty, uh, I was sort of like the offside as well. The Jota penalty, um, that they said clearly wasn't a penalty. That it was because the same guy was doing VAR who did the other game for Newcastle or something where he didn't give it.
0: The, I, was that the Newcastle City game where yeah. Ederson just flew in the freezer?
1: Yeah, yeah, and, he, and they were saying, "Oh, he's making up for it," and like they were like stone wall <laughs> saying, "Oh, yeah, no, he definitely made this decision because of that." Like total causation. You know, and Michael Richards is getting furious about it, you know, <laughs> because he a hundred percent did it according to Genius. That's a sort of that's the sort of thing we would say on this podcast never mind on the bbc <laughs> like
0: <laughs> that is brilliant to be fair like but yeah two wrongs don't make a right this was a bizarre call for this penalty i actually think whenever you watch it from the wide angle if i'm watching that initially i'm going okay penalty and then you actually get the proper angles which the refs and which vir get jota runs into him he does All those left jota goes right I've said from a neutral perspective, Palace are probably one of the best teams in the Premier League for the amount of goals and dodgy things going on in the game. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of what Palace have got going on this year. I also like this game. It's quite funny watching watching Edward up against Van Dijk Because Did they play I, for
1: Celtic together? Yeah, because
0: I thought, you know, there's two ex-Celtic men now playing in a reasonable Premier League fixture.
1: It could go up. Well, well, they were saying that um, part of... Van Dijk's defending was so bad because he literally wasn't even tracking Mateta at all during the game and just Edward.
0: There was a point where Mateta went by him pretty easily and Olise went by him pretty easily. Now, say he went by him pretty easily Van Dijk still put him on his right foot which is obviously his weaker side. Um, I think he's one of these players left footed players can't be two footed. No, absolutely. So they can't so I can give him away that one but yeah, tough afternoon for him. I know we're saying it's not a penalty, but the ball from Trent Alexander-Arnold, to Jota, to win that, deserves yeah. something.
1: It was pretty good. It was pretty, pretty good. good. Phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Every every weekend he's doing something where you're just like, no other player in the Premier League's doing
1: that. Okay, well, yeah, except for James ward Price, but yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> except for ward Price, <laughs> Who Pep said was the best in the world.
0: Well, Pep also said Man City's performance against Southampton was their best of the season
1: <laughs> <laughs> did, did he actually we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll,
0: we'll dive straight into that game then actually Saints against City I, I didn't hear that that's hilarious Gen- so Southampton somehow I don't know how they do this because a lot of weekends Southampton are a nothing team this is the second time this season they've drawn against Man City yeah
1: uh, uh, Ralph was absolutely loving it I noticed he I was, had the gloves back as well
0: I was so surprised he didn't cry <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way it got on at the end, I was like, there's, I get sent tears coming. There, there was, there was, I think there was a disproportionate amount of celebrations, I'll be honest. But, like, at the end of the day, the the main issue with this was Laporte's goal, Billy. Yeah. The celebration. Yeah, I, I've, this sort of well, time, no, no, what's I, he doing? I, I watched it a few times back and I was like, you know, it was all, all the arms, you know, all that yeah. nonsense. And I was like, but he's not like he's not smiling or anything. I was like, "What is this?"
0: Like he's not smiling because he's trying so hard at yeah, it. Because like, he's <laughs>
1: where, where? did you come up with this? Like, what? What is the? What is this pattern? What is this movement? Like- he's
0: clearly been practicing this for ages, which I respect as a defender, especially <laughs> Laporte. It's like, how often do you think you're scoring? that You think you should be practicing celebrations? <laughs> yeah. Similar, similar thing to Triari last week whenever he had the pre-planned. Oh one yeah, with, like the gloves. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm Eric. Just sort yourself out. Get a quick fist pump. Get back and defend. Yeah. None of this. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing with his arms there.
1: And th- this game as well, Billy, it's just, it's so annoying to say because of your flipping factory churning out these players. But Armando Broja. Like, I think is going seriously under the radar as to how good he looks.
0: <laughs> There's a player in there, isn't
1: there? <laughs> There's a very good player in there. Yeah, though.
0: he should have hung about because he would have got game time this season the way he's playing here at Southampton.
1: Like he's he's big, uh, is fast, uh, can finish, creates and makes opportunities, doing everything that a lot of other strikers in the Premier League are not doing. And um, he's
0: very very similar kind of player to Diego Costa. Yeah, Just he's that build coach. wise and everything. Yeah, massive fan of him. No, uh, one thing about the game, the Southampton goal scorer, Cal Walker Peters. Oh yeah, I was thinking this because this happens as a Chelsea fan. I see this happen all the time whenever a player leaves and then he'll score a goal one week. So I'm going to do the clickbait kind of conversation of should Tottenham regret letting him ever go?
1: Kyle Walker Peters. Yeah. He's all right,
0: isn't he? I, I, He's all right, isn't he? But especially after this week game, whenever they had <laughs> Jaffa Tunganga and Matt Doherty at right back, well, know, and yeah. are currently trying to sign Adama Triores as a right wing back.
1: Because <laughs> he was in the, I think I remember him in the Spurs documentary. Um, yeah. I, I was, it was a great game for big Sally Sue as well, the defender. Um, I that thought
0: that, yeah, it was a strange sort of back four for Southampton because it's better actually see Walker Peters and then some guy left back I'd never
1: <laughs> heard of him. well yeah I think he was like a France under 21 sort of you know that type of mould um, yeah,
0: yeah you could probably sign him for like one and a half million yeah, yeah. just farm in per- there Peru yeah Uh yet another week where Jack Relish has done nothing Chris
1: <laughs> yeah and you're calling it out
0: yeah, hundred percent. again. No one's bringing this to anyone's attention other than me, Jack Grealish, What's he doing? I mean, I, do I, mean, mean? I mean,
1: I'm not going to sit here and say that he isn't doing anything because mm-hmm. I said his tactics to me are so complicated. I can't work out what everybody's doing half the time. Clearly, <laughs> <Or laughs> totally what, can doing? Jack.
0: <laughs> For a hundred million pounds, you should be getting more. I'm not.
1: Goal no, I get to it. Be like I one get in it. Three,
0: one and four. I get it. it needs to be more than two goals this season. No, I, I, no, it's fair. I get it. Absolutely disgrace What the English media are letting him away with at the moment. Because uh, and one player, I, I and every time I watch this guy, I'm such a fan. Rodri, i think Rodri's a perfect midfield footballer.
1: Oh no, no, sell, sell, perfect, right sell right down. Everything he, he does. I'm like, before this season, perfect. he was bang average. No, even last season, I was like, this guy's.
0: Unreal. Oh, Biggest mistake know. Pep Guardiola's ever made was not playing him in a Champions League final that, that, because he tried I, the to outthink himself. <laughs> Rodri is unreal. Such a fan of him.
1: I don't know. He's good, but I don't know about that. I don't. I wouldn't call him the perfect midfielder. No, I think for that position, he is a perfect player. There's a guy at West Ham. I would say is even more perfect.
0: Well, I've said before, I'm a big fan of that. I'm not trying to.
1: I mean, so, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to, like, like, dismantle Declan's reputation. I'm a big fan of him as well. But I think
1: Roger is so good. He's all right. He can't really do much out out with his positioning and marking and passing. But, yeah.
0: No, everything. Just the bits of link-up play, what he does out there. He's always just in the right place.
1: He's all right. He's all right. (laughs) He's all right. I don't know. Glenn Kamara does that for Rangers. I don't know. Like, (laughs) yeah. Joey, you know, I mean? no, you know, oh, like send the for Aston Villa. I thought, yeah, well, yeah, like, oh, you know, Douglas Sowies does that for Aston Villa. You know, um, I don't know, Adam Alana does it at Brighton. Let's right, you know. let's not put Adam Alana in this conversation. <laughs> cause
0: let's let's not
1: do that. to ourselves. Jacob Motor does it at Brighton. Yeah, it's he's all right. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, only your perfect midfielder. United played West Ham at three o'clock on Saturday, which I thought was strange. So it's, it's a like classic that, move from the... It's, it's a big enough fixture for that to have been
1: on TV at some stage. I, I think that Ralph Ragnick is being un, unfairly rewarded for his management of this football club.
0: What do you mean he's being
1: rewarded? No, like, like he, he doesn't deserve to be rewarded in the way that he has been. Oh, from, in terms, in of, terms like, of results get, and...
0: Yeah. Like, you know. I, I looked at him in
1: his interview after. Like, yeah, he doesn't look like a Man United manager. <laughs> I don't know what, he, 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 he doesn't have much about him in that sense. It's proper
0: like middle management accountant vibes. <laughs> so it's rather than, you know, like whenever he goes in this role in the summer, his consultancy role, if you turn around to me and goes, he's a consultant, I'd go, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But not the guy who's in the technical area for Manchester United. Now, be fair, he gets his win somehow at the end. I thought that was a choke job from West Ham. I'll be honest; you can't lose that game. That no, it, way. it, it
1: was uh, it was very very disappointing, and uh, like even though they had the lines out, I'm still not 100 percent sure about the offside thing with Cavani. Um, but oh yes, because you're you're a lot of made fools of themselves today, Chris. I don't know if you've seen it. There's
0: some guy on Twitter who was trying to disprove.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 hang on a second, really. You you started that by saying some guy how yeah. is that no is that is that us or is that some guy just some guy on the internet but this went, <laughs> this
0: went viral so it's, it's some guy i don't know his name
1: we're trying to prove
0: that he was offset he yeah was. but by using like snapchat what? <laughs> what he was using lines on snapchat drawing oh I <laughs> that's he was the just...
1: authority we all want yeah
0: yeah and he just put in his own line it wasn't even perpendicular or anything Oh or parallel it is, isn't it? Yeah. It wasn't it? even parallel to that line at the box and oh I was just like days. and he went on like this full rant about how it was offside and how West Ham had been cheated and everyone just went this guy's a moron
1: yeah <laughs> look it was it was a very disappointing uh, result especially being in the 93rd minute but we're I mean we're not we're not out of it you know we've got a better goal difference than United mm. and Spurs and Arsenal so um, and we're Still fifth,
0: so. Well, I'm surprised that West Ham, you know, threw it away late on because you'd like to think they're well. I wouldn't say we threw this. it away. I wouldn't say we well, threw it away. You you lost the game after, <laughs> like you should have won. But you know, West Ham didn't even have to play midweek this week, which you know will have kept Moyes happy.
1: It, it, it was disappointing when Fredericks did the ball and yeah, okay, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. But you know, we're we're still there and thereabouts, and good good
0: to see for Manchester United. Tony Marshall still like playing football i just couldn't believe he was involved at all after what's been going on recently i've never seen the number nine on his back and that last kind of bit of play i was like there's no way that's tony marshall (laughs) like they've definitely given a line in that number already yeah man united like they're desperate just for that youth academy busby babes class 92 (laughs) stuff like mason did he mason green would got like the number 11 after like Three games.
1: I know. I well, think it looks so alright. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He'll he'll get the number now at the end of the season.
1: Yeah. No, he will. <laughs> uh,
0: on the Wolves uh, against Brentford, another just bizarre football game this weekend. After the floodlights going out in Arche, we had drone the drone game.
1: A drone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it was uh, so. It, I didn't really understand kind of the whole what was going on. Like d- you know, they took them off for their safety. Is that what it was? Yeah, did what did they think a war was about to start? You know, from I a, just a, a, no, a third party agent. In case this guy like flies it down
0: and the I or
1: something. Well, hey, where where was he? No one knows. What?
0: You know, these drones can go. I don't know how far away you need to be for a drone, uh, right? Yeah. But I'm also starting to think conspiracy theories in future. If I ever see a drone above a Jose Mourinho game, <laughs> I know exactly what's going on. Yeah, I mean,
1: like, I love how to, to deal with it. Just got a helicopter at the end. You know? I, I thought, yeah, disproportionate
0: police response. <laughs> there, you know, let's take, take the guys off here for 20 minutes while we get whoever that is to take their drone down and then let's put a police helicopter up.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. As uh, though
0: that's going to marshal the skies. You can still put a
1: drone up even though a police helicopter's there. It, it, it was very strange. I'd say as well, Billy, like, Thomas Frank's got his hair cut and I'm not a fan. Boy, I noticed this. Bizarre, I thought. Um, what's he it, doing? No, it, it's not the right length of the entire way around and
0: everything. He's <laughs> kind of off. And, yeah. Yeah. Disaster from uh What I noticed in this game Jose Sa. Yeah. Psychopath.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: That moment where he caught the ball and then instantly ran in the Ivan Tony.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know if I saw that. Yeah.
0: Absolute head case. Yeah. <laughs> There was no need for it as well. Uh, you know, w- Wills were winning, like comfortably. <laughs> and he just decides knowing I'll take a bit of aggression out in Ivan Tony.
1: Yeah, that, that um that clash with Jensen and Henry was the worst thing ever. I right, so initially watching it.
0: You were like give up? <laughs> no without saying no without seeing replays, I was writing notes as I was watching it and my first note was just nothing funnier than two players running into each other from the same <laughs> team. <laughs> and then you see you see Janssen and you see the blood up in his face it was
1: like it was like in the WWE when they get those little balls that burst and it looks like they've bled everywhere (laughs) that's what it looked like
0: properly like yeah my initial reaction was just to burst out laughing and then I went oh that's actually not great two concussion subs
1: Yeah, I don't think I've... Has that happened before in the Premier League? I was thinking that as well. I don't think it has. Because nobody nobody made any sort of deal about it. I was like, oh yeah, they've got five
0: subs now. I was like,
1: oh, right, okay. I I,
0: I thought the same thing. I definitely thought they should have made a bigger deal out of it, being like, oh, look how great the Premier League is here.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether you noticed, Billy. there's a lot of overthinking from Thomas Frank because he took off those two players who came on for the two (laughs) subs, you know. (laughs) Like Rurslav came on in the 26th minute and was taken off in the 58th minute. He clearly just panicked, I think. Like he, he's gone,
0: <laughs> oh no, I've lost two guys and he's just pointed at two nearest to him.
1: <laughs> uh, interesting as well, I think that Brentford have dumped the keeper and got Jonas Losselin. Uh, uh, was he? He was Horsford, the Huddersfield goalkeeper. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a Danish thing. It's a Danish connection, but interesting. Yeah, because we're comes, seeing... Um,
0: for St. Thomas Frank's and all our Gerard type of jobs for the boys, because you know, bringing his Danish mate there, Christian Eriksson's
1: apparently on his way. Yes, apparently he's about to do his medical, which will be interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: like, I don't think anyone's ever taken as much interest in a medical as yeah. the football community at the moment. Yeah. With this, uh, I'm trying to think what else from this game because it's very strange. Both teams just don't do it for me. Uh, but Bruno
1: Lage, well,
0: needs we'll to sort we'd... out what he's wearing. <laughs>
1: well, I, I would say, um, like, Wolves have somehow got them in, like, around the top four contention. But um, I, 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 um, I think Nevis and Matinho is working really well. But, so, but sorry, what, what, what does he need to sort out of what he's wearing?
0: He cannot wear a hoodie.
1: He's got a cast, in it's the cast store, isn't
0: it? No, but a guy like that, and a Premier League manager, cannot be wearing a hoodie. Pep yeah. Gordiola can get away with it because he has a 70, whatever percent win ratio. Bruno, <laughs> you cannot be wearing hoodies to BBC interviews.
1: I feel, I feel like it's one of, It's taken, it's one of the longest ever spells of anyone, uh, any Premier League fan, recognizing a manager. Like, <laughs> yeah. like do, do people still actually know who Bruno Lage even is? Could definitely walk by me on the street, no problem. <laughs> I wouldn't even yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah,
0: as you say, Matinho Neves midfield. Worked yeah, perfectly as game. Yeah. Ruben Neves, must. I'd love to see his stats for just goals not
1: scored inside the <laughs> area. Billy, be like, be like, he is the oldest-looking 24-year-old I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Can you believe he's 24? <laughs> it's mental. Like, what, what is that about? Like okay, he's guy, younger than us. The guy honestly could pass for mid-30s <laughs> with that lid.
0: <laughs> I'd be interested. He, he is of that age and he's of that quality where
1: he sort of just needs his move, doesn't he? i screaming to be the Man United guy for that person. Exactly. Screaming for it. I have no I'm, idea whether they don't just buy him. I'm so interested, because I, I don't even know what kind of fee he would go for. Yeah, He's c- a really
0: interesting player that way, in that he does score every now and then, plays in a two-man midfield, like obviously with five at the back. Very interesting footballer, because you normally reserve this sort of 50, 60 millions for big names and everything.
1: Not a guy coming from Wolves. Aye, but it, it, it is, he captain Porto when he was like a teenager, I think, and then went to Wolves. He was like Jota, um, you know, in the Champions League and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So he's got, he's got four. But as you say, the perfect midfielder already exists in Rodri. So. <laughs> You're going to hold that one against me forever, yeah. aren't you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: going to be every week.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, a guy who could potentially be playing his last game for Wolves and over celebrated. And unfortunately, I got called <laughs> back, Adama Traore. I maintain this guy needs just to be
1: slower. I just like I I don't, I don't I just don't understand them. I don't understand the like what it like because everyone thinks oh we're the club because he's been at Middlesbrough, Barcelona, Aston Villa, Wolves, now Spurs. Like everyone thinks oh we we can get it out of him whatever whatever they want him. like what whatever it is that they want out of him. I, I just don't get it. No, yeah, it's everyone
0: just looks something like I'll be the person that gets a damn at a level we all think you can get to yeah we have to realize he's a lost cause he's a (laughs) like wonderful athlete not a footballer
1: yeah yeah
0: and then yeah just my final thing on this game was the referee in this one absolutely getting away with that Ivan Tony goal because he had a disaster with the red card he gave it I can't remember who he gave it to
1: Oh, uh, uh, oh the the, the 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 new guy for Wolves, yeah, the defender, yeah,
0: yeah. Brentford were three in on goal, and the ref decided to bring the play back instead of playing advantage because Brentford looked like they were getting in the box potentially to score. Called it back, handed out a red card, which I think wound up all the Brentford guys because they're like ref, we're in here, yeah. And then immediately, luckily for the ref, gets overturned everything. But then Brentford go and score from that free kick got away with it. And then, yeah, just finally on the everyone's favourite football club in Newcastle United who are about to go to Saudi for two weeks.
1: Uh, they're about to go to Saudi and on the 24th of January, uh, which I make that a week before the de- transfer de- uh, deadline day, uh, they have appointed Eddie Howe's nephew to the scouting department. Love that. Now, he was a boardman for 10 years, granted. I'm sure he's all right. But... It is still like, you know, come on, lads. Uncle Eddie, Uncle Eddie, job for the boys. Yeah. Uh, and they said it was for footballing reasons. They were going to Saudi Arabia. Oh, I am sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a uh, big win though, be: A big win. Big George Joe I, I do like George Joe I have to say. But that, that's John Joe wrapped up though. I, it, it was a lovely goal, like to be fair. As well. No, not for me. Oh, no, oh, not for you. Right, okay. Not for me. Keeper has to be doing better there right uh okay um, not good not familiar but Bailey, this game as well sir karen trips had a master class <laughs> it was a lovely game by him
0: how oh, so what do you mean by master because i've not actually seen a great deal of this i was put oh, off immediately was... in this game
1: by the fact that southgate was there no he basically totally nullified um the resurgence of jack harrison uh <laughs> was creating lots of opportunities Basically, it was better than every other Newcastle player, as as expected. Well, yeah, as he should be because he's <laughs> probably on
0: three hundred thousand pounds a week. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the only other things I kind of brought out of the game where Southgate was there, which I don't understand one bit. Like, who was he there to actually watch? And he was sitting behind the Leeds board, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those head cases. Yeah. And then yeah, just Chris Wood for twenty million pounds. I still twenty five million. I genuinely can't believe that. Still watched them in this game. It was like. That is not a twenty-five
1: million pound football. Oh, definitely any. not. But he's like, they're desperate. But that's the thing, though. They're just going to get mugged off every single time. Well, well, they keep on saying oh, we're going to bring in five before the window before the window closes next week. Well, who are these five? I can't wait to see. You could get a game. Well, apparently par- there's Usman and and Deli Alley and Jesse Lingard. All these sorts of people are being like.
0: Deli Alley could do with the move. Yeah, that, yeah, I could see that probably. So you yeah. could. J-lings. Uh, he just needs to play football uh, the, I really don't know I, I kind of get the appeal of it but I also I'm kind of like yeah you're, you lot are going down why would yeah. anyone want to go there yeah. but yeah it'll, it'll give Sky Sports something to talk about for the next seven <laughs> days without football Yeah. but yeah before we wrap up I'm just going to do a very quick in the mud which I've just seen as we're recording I wasn't going to do one <laughs> oh, because oh wow well, alright because we're gonna leave for the AthCon in a couple of weeks, something else happened in the AthCon last night, and I was like, "Oh my, this competition just keeps giving." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the mud this week is gonna be John Terry. <laughs> so I don't know if yep. you've seen Chris. John Terry has created a Twitter account purely to sell NFTs. Oh, honestly, I can't stand it. Yeah. With something called like the board
1: board IP.
0: Or something. I can't,
1: I can't. Yeah, Reese James got involved. and in Reese James has got yeah. himself
0: involved, but John Terry's the main man for it. Oh, my yeah. but John Terry's been signed up as mate, so obviously, Reese James got involved, Nigel De Jong got involved, and, and today, William has got involved. Oh my days. A, a, a player John knows well. So, what yeah. John's doing here is basically selling NFTs of apes <laughs> and then making people represent apes and these cartoon apes.
1: Which so, which I, which I thought was was an interesting you know yeah, choice so considering the, his, his 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 history, but yeah.
0: Well, do yourself a favor, Chris, and look up John Terry's tweet oh, no. from today. Oh no, where he says another very decorated oh, no. international on the books. They do and will keep coming. At William, welcome to you. hashtag AKFC top guy. No. We had fun at picking those up. Look at the image <laughs> this man has posted.
1: Um. Yeah, um, and we'll we'll just... not
0: need to say any more. Just, uh... because the comments of it
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you, you cannot be doing that sure <laughs> sorry that, <that's>, sorry like
0: <laughs> oh my your geez. reaction there is all i need i i say I no just... more say no less Everyone like, listening this, go and look up this tweet. <laughs> like
1: of, of, like, could they have chosen anything less <laughs> that could be construed like that? Anything else? Like, It's pure Bernardo Silva. <laughs> oh, man alive. So the, the best part, he's kept it up. <laughs> I don't like, know how... like if, if people kind of pointed out the, you know, the... The, the, the irony here, or the issue, or the yeah, or the, or the, the we... o- overt racism here, or I'm in the wrong. <laughs> Take oh, days, what a shambles that is! And on that note, what a way to go into the two-week break. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Chris, any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts are great. First game for Big Dunk, who I would have loved to be a fly on the wall as he walked into that dressing room and went, "Shut up." No other 4-4-2 words.
0: ball, Andros Townsend, the Murray Gray on the wings, bit of magic,
1: boys. No, no no, words were given in that dressing room other than, shut up, listen to me right now, this is what we're doing, <laughs> and we're going to win, and then it didn't win. And then it didn't win,
0: after Yeri Mina acting the big man to Emmy Wendia, who then scored from that corner. I hope they go down. I think
1: they are going down. <laughs> It'd be I, so. I, I, I genuinely think they are going to die. I don't know. It's yeah. some crack. But yeah,
0: uh, Premier League's off for two weeks. We're not doing that stupid one off game. So we'll be back at some point. Uh, <laughs> I, I, follow us must... on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And you'll find out there when we're back. Because I do not know my dates at this point. I am buzzing for a couple of weeks off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, to finish off the AFCON um, footage. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. If you need football watch the african stuff because it is electric (laughs) on that note chris thank you very much and we'll see everyone next week